Hello to all my mortgage and real estate people. Welcome to the show. Okay, that's horrible, and I promise that I'm not going to do that to you again. I'm Mike Ferrasi. Welcome to, I don't know what I'm going to call this, the Mike Ferrasi Show, because I'm Mike Ferrasi, and we're just going to nerd out on some mortgage and real estate stuff. Today's topic came from some shorts. I just got finished recording a bunch of short-form content, and there was one topic in particular I wanted to go a little bit deeper on. And it's about the notion that there's lots of homebuyers out there who are holding off, not because it's the holidays, not because they don't want to move during Christmas, not because it's the normal slow time of year and weather and all the, all the stuff, all the stuff that happens at this time of year to not just freeze us out of the outdoors, but freeze us out of seemingly a half decent paycheck sometimes. But it's the notion of people holding off because they're afraid that values are high and that they're going to be dropping soon. And I never understood why people hold off on buying a house that they love because they think the value is going to go down soon. Because don't we know that historically in the United States, home values just go up? That's just what they do. And yes, there's blips and there's there's dips in in the charts and and on the radar but over time it's just going to go up and i pulled up a chart that we're going to look at in a minute that kind of illustrates that but for right now i personally still think that it's a good time to buy and it's not necessarily because affordability is in a great place because we all know that rates are high and affordability is not in the best place in the world. A borrower is going to qualify for less home now than they did six to eight months ago by a pretty wide margin. But for the people who can still afford to get into those homes that they love, it's still a good decision to get into that home. Um, We hear marry the home date the rate a lot in this industry, right? And there's some truth to that. I mean, it's it's a horribly corny phrase, and I wish people would stop using it. I will promise to stop using it if all of you do. I try not to use it unless it's absolutely necessary or if I'm making fun of somebody, let's be honest. But marry the home, date the rate. I mean, it's, it's kind of the idea of get in on the house while you can get in on the house for a good price because... Rates are cyclical and they are going to come back down in the future. I believe they're going to come back down. There's a lot of people who agree with me. They can't just keep going up, right? It's going to throw the economy into a tailspin. The government's not going to let that happen. Rates are going to come back down. And then everybody who bought a house for cheaper now is going to be able to refinance into those lower rates. And and we all know that. But this is about, let's circle back to to the original topic. It's about buyers who are holding off, who are waiting because they think that property values are going to go down. I want to dispute that with facts. So let's nerd out on the numbers real quick. I'm going to switch camera angles here and you're going to see why I'm going to, I'm going to share with you a graph. I'm going to scoot over and get situated. Let me get all this over here. So this is a simple graph of the median household sales price uh, in the United States. This is just median value. Is median value the best numbers to use? I don't know. We have medians, we have averages, 
Both can be debated for or against. This is what we have. It's easily accessible. This is what I'm going to use. And the sample size is so big that it's going to be pretty good anyway. So, you know, get over it. We're using median home price today. But based on this graph, I'm looking at the biggest dip being pre-Great Recession, right? So here in 2007, we got uh, we got Q. Man, this mouse is sensitive today. We got Q1 2007. We had values peak at 257.4. That's median home price in the U.S. Obviously, now we can illustrate the point because hindsight's 2020. But that's less of what I want to look at. The main point that I want to make is that following this Q2 of 2007 at, uh, sorry, Q1 of 2007 at 257.4. So 257.4 is where we peaked before the Great Recession. And then we follow down, 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 down. Anybody who was in the industry along with me around these times remembers. We don't need to rehash all of this. But Q1 of 2013... 257.4 to 258.4. So we're here at 257.4 and we're here at 258.4. In exactly six years, home values had completely rebounded plus a grand. That's pretty darn good. And I don't hear many people talk about that. So if you are a loan officer, if you are a real estate agent, if you're dealing with buyers who are looking to hold off, ask them how long they're planning on living in that home for. Seriously, ask them. Here, let's get back over here. I want to I want to talk to you like I like talking to you. Ask them how long they're planning on living in the home for. How long are they planning on keeping it? The vast majority of people are going to answer you more than six years. And we just saw the data shows that never in the history of real estate in this country has there been a downturn in values so bad that it took longer than six years to completely rebound and then some. Real estate investing is just like investing in anything else. If you invest in a stock and that stock value goes down, did you lose any money? On paper, sure. If you're looking at the value of a portfolio at any given point in time, yeah. But the only time that you realize a loss is when you sell, right? Or when the company folds and goes out of business and the stock is worthless. But that doesn't happen with real estate. Real estate is never worthless. That house is never going to fold and be worth nothing. It's a much more secure investment than stocks or bonds or cryptos or anything like that. If somebody is looking to purchase a home, let's be the advisors. Let's use history as our guide. Let's offer people some assurance in a, in a really turbulent and unassuring, if that's a word, it's probably not a word, but this market doesn't offer people much in the way of stability, but history does. You can pull up those figures yourself. You can show anybody that you want six years. And that's if we're looking at a worst case scenario here. And I just don't feel like we are. I don't think 
a lot of you feel like we are looking at a worst case great recession type of scenario right now either. So unless they sell the house at that lower value, they're not losing any money and they can be convicted. They can have some, some confidence in their investment. I don't know. Those are my thoughts. I just wanted to go over them a little more in detail with you, show you the graph that I pulled up. This does a lot more justice to this topic than a little 60-second short-form video could ever use. And I just wanted to holler at you um, if you're in the mortgage industry or the real estate industry right now because it's tough and it's hard to find good news to deliver to people sometimes. So let this be some good news. We deal in mortgages. We deal in real estate. It is the number one. It is still the number one wealth building tool in the nation. And people can have some security and some comfort in their real estate investments. Because even when they go wrong, hold on to that house for a little over six years, and you're going to see them start to go right again.